otherwise on SAFM. And a very happy Wednesday to you, Mzansi. My name is Shadow Twala, and I welcome you to Otherwise Talking Women on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Hazel Makozeni and Rob Parkin are producer and technical producer, respectively. 0892-102010 is our contact details. Email otherwise at safm.co.za. Tweets at otherwise safm or at Shadow Twala. Now, Buzz is a creative platform for children and boosts their social skills and express their individuality. We find out how from director and founder Hanukkah Rash. Then Rene Leighton of Foundation Phase will present a workshop filled with numeracy, literacy and card games for four to nine-year-olds. And finally, we hear more about the World of Life Youth Intervention Program for 13 to 17-year-olds. And it will be presented to us by um, Vuyani Bue, who is the founder. First, though, let's have our lunch bite for today. And this is food for, th- for thought indeed. It is a quote by the late author Nadine Gordimer. It says, Rebirth. I mean by this simply when a child begins to realize the fact that the black does not enter through the white's front door is not the same category as the fact that the dead will never come back. Otherwise, on SAFM. My guest trained as an actor at the University of Cape Town and graduated with a degree in theatre and performance in 2005. After university, she became involved with children's theatre projects, theatre in education programs, and HIV-AIDS workshops with children from disadvantaged communities. Hanukkah has taken the best practices from her years of experience to launch Buzz two years ago. And she joins me now on the phone. Hanukkah Raj, hello, welcome. Hi, Shadow. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And thank you for joining us. It must be exciting to work with little ones. Oh, it's wonderful. They give you so much back. It's hard work, but you get more back than you get. <laughs> wonderful. I take my hat <laughs> off for you. What, what ages do you work with specifically? Buzz is a niche product for kids between five and nine. So it's essentially your early learning or foundation phase ages. Your kids from grade R, hmm. grade naught to grade three. Is, is that is that the best age to start them from grade R? Couldn't you start them p- before then? Absolutely. I think I think it's just important to be able to offer a really um, niche type product and really be a market leader and really allow um, for for the most professional product. I think if you try to work with a broader group at the same time, mm. that's not necessarily the same things cognitively, emotionally um, that children are um, interested in. So definitely interested in working with a younger age range. Absolutely, um, but we would probably separate it because on a toddler level. Um, pre your five-year-old, mm. so, so your two, three, four-year-old, there's something quite uniquely different about what they need for stimulation, mm. what they need for development, if that makes sense. So what Buzz doesn't want to do is to work with too broad a range at the same time because mm. we so hone in on what that age range particular needs are, if that makes sense. But definitely something we're looking at is branching into the younger um, age range too. Now, how, what role do parents play at this stage with the five to nine-year-olds to complement what you do with the children? Oh, that's, um, that's an interesting question. I think it's so, so important, I think, in terms of children today to really, really equip them for a future that we can't imagine. If you, if you think about it, in the last 20 years, 
world has dramatically, dramatically changed yes. exponentially. Um, we have no idea what our children will need. And only 20 years from now, we have no idea what the world will demand of them. Mm. And so I think the most crucial skill that you can give kids nowadays is just to make sure that they can think outside the box, that they can speak up for themselves, mm. that they can feel confident to work in groups. And so if you can, um, I think from a parent point of view, to expose your kids to as many varied activities as possible and to make sure that one of those things is a performing arts or a creative type activity that allows them to to think outside the box and to be creative um yeah and i think a really 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 boost that imagination because imaginative thinking is probably the most important skill for thinkers and entrepreneurs of the future if that makes sense mm. now you use tools like dance and singing and drama um, to 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 create to enhance their their their, their creativity, uh, but also yeah. enhance their social skills, and that I found very interesting. And 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 yeah. and, and you know, as you mentioned, it also boosts their individuality. But mm. how, how how does that work? I wonder. Yeah, I, and that's a great question again. I think um, the thing that's so special about the performing arts is that it allows children to, just for a moment, actually uh, forget about whatever it is that might uh, make them a little bit scared in other environments, you know. Mm-hmm. In school and in other settings, it's often about getting it right or wrong. Whereas the performing arts actually, in a way, indicates to children that it's just about trying. So it's about um you know, throwing caution to the wind and just moving and grooving your body or pretending to be a character and, and uh, engaging in character play, which is so wonderful. If you imagine, um, if you think about it, like little Johnny, hypothetically, might find it difficult as Johnny to, to, to voice his opinion. Mm. But as soon as we wrap him up in a character and we take him on an imagination adventure, mm. maybe that Johnny mm. is able to express something in a different way. Um, I, think it's, I think it's through song and through movement and through character to play that we loosen up and that we're able to think in, in new and different ways and it really does allow them to work with one another different age ranges different genders children from different backgrounds so we mix them all up together and we lead them through this creative play and we very much then touch on drama dance and singing so we bring those three together in a, in a quite a, a playful way I I wonder then also if, if if what what do you begin with? Does the dance open them up better to yes. to to to, to uh, participate in the singing and drama, or is it the other way around where you need to teach them drama first and then open the, themselves up to the other forms of of creativity? So with our workshops, we actually do follow that form as you as you uh, as you suggested. We actually begin with the physical stuff. Mm-hmm. We get the moving and grooving. First of all, very, very early in the workshop, we'll always take a circle moment where they just sit and they just enter the space and they get to focus. But then quickly we get them up on their feet. We start with a physical warm-up and some high-energy games where we really start to look at core strengths and crossing the middle line and high-energy competitive type action, but it's really, really good fun. We'll go into dance choreography and then we'll settle it back down and we usually go to vocal work then from there. So singing and rapping and poems from mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And then the last section of our workshops is when we take them on the interactive adventure. So that's the very last bit. And it's also, I think, the absolute, um, you know, it's the absolute uh, uh, 
favorite bit for all of us because for all the kids because the playing and the imaginative character journey that they get to go on is is the cherry on the top if i could call it that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I i worry then you know because we we create these wonderful children who are, have have got great social skills who now may express themselves um, but we're dealing with a, a small group in our societies for parents who can afford this. Um, are, are we able to take the same programs into public schools through government, other government programs? Because I tell you what I worry about as well is that we're producing this elite group of children who mm. will in turn become adults who may not be able to operate when there's a huge gap, you know, between the, mm. the larger number of children. So how can we remedy that? How can we make sure that uh, these wonderful programs like you present are available um, for the rest of South Africa's children? I think that's such a valid concern. It's, it's absolutely something that really, really um, has me worried also. I mean, from our point of view, I think we try in the smallest ways always to give back. So mm-hmm. we create a few of our spaces in our sessions and we, we give that to children that um, that come to us that can't afford the, the sessions. And when we do holiday programs, we're absolutely dedicated to work with a, a, quite a few homes where we place children who are not from the same type background and environment. We try to really, really um, uh, connect with homes and, and certain organizations where, we, where we've targeted where we'd love to give back. Um, and we go out and we reach out and we actually work with those communities as well. But it is hard because, you know, the reality is we can't get to everyone and, and we are still, you know, ticking over in that sense that we've got to also make money in order to give back. So it's always, always, always a challenge. And Haneke, um, Haneke uh, and, and I wasn't pointing the finger at you here, but mm, I'm, I'm commending yes. the amazing work that you're doing. And and wanting you to to think out the box and dream big, if you could, yes. if you could. Yeah, I was going to say that the next steps for us in terms of, okay, so where could we go to do even more? Yes. So little bits that we're doing now, we can see the difference in the lives of these little ones, the ones that are coming from affluent or not affluent backgrounds. So we're starting to see it, and we're very, very grateful. So that's step one. Step two for me is getting backing more and more, and we're looking at those types of things, mm-hmm. where we can use funding and apply for funding and actually start to roll it out on a bigger scale. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is hard, you know, as a small enterprise that we currently are um, with the little bit of muscle we have you know you can do only so much and the bigger we grow the more we can also do but I think that it is about the, the right kind of um, partnerships with mm-hmm. those kind of corporates aligned with uh, wanting to especially contribute in the space for kids and we've got some exciting um, some exciting uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, Contribute, contributors and relationships that we're mm-hmm. starting to, to mm-hmm. form there. I think the wonderful thing I did want to also mention that I think it's so special is to combine the world, to have the children from privileged and underprivileged all together and that's what we often do in Buzzworld. Mm-hmm. And what the, the feedback I've received which is so encouraging is that those parents that come from, from the better types well, for lack of a better word, better from the from the more <laughs> better suburb, they'll often say, "Oh, what a privilege that my kid got to do a holiday program mm. with children from um, an AIDS and uh, HIV affected." Uh, home mm-hmm. and they got to be exposed and they got to learn something about how this little boy or girl is different and I thought oh my goodness we're not only giving 
these kids from the disadvantaged um, backgrounds and then we're actually also giving the other way around, which yes. is the perspective that is lacking. Yes. So I think it's very encouraging to, to find platforms where everyone just plays together. Um, I think that's very important. Your other challenge, though, and I, I, I love the fact that you're giving these kids confidence and they know who they are, they can speak up for themselves, but their cultural differences then when they go back home and, and, mm. and put these these new skills to test may be a big mm. challenge for, for the families themselves. And it's, it's something that you may need to work around. And I, I know you probably haven't experienced it, but I think the bigger you go and the further you go and the more uh, mix, mixing you do with your students, you may find they may not respond as, as, as beautifully as others because of the cultural... Yeah. Um, it's an interesting thing. We, we we are experiencing it, you know, already in Joburg. It's such a interesting and wonderfully dynamic, uh, if I can say, the middle class is so dynamic. Mm-hmm. So we've got children from different religious and traditional and cultural backgrounds. And often, obviously, in the drama type space, you can imagine that when we ask a child to express, for instance, what it what makes them as a little individual quite special. Sometimes those ideas bump up against each other. Mm. Um, what the one child's idea of God is against the next one or idea of culture and so forth. And it's been an interesting space to try and nag- navigate, you know, um, and to make sure that we that we really gently steer that. So I think it comes with a great responsibility. And as you say, definitely a great challenge. I just, I just really do love um, when you go to an average buzz workshop and you see children really shaped sizes, colors and colors and backgrounds. They they literally come from all backgrounds and I love how they engage together and how the playful environment really is a unifying type factor. So Haneke, please give us details of these workshops and how, how parents can get hold of you. And you work in Johannesburg mainly, right? At the moment we are in Hutting, that's correct, and we're expanding in Hutting and our hope is to be in Cape Town within the next year or so and then from there to KwaZulu and just basically try and get ourselves all over South Africa so we can make a difference in as many kids' lives as possible. You can um, reach us on our website, which I think is quite easy to navigate and to go to. It's called buzzdrama.com. Mm-hmm. So buzzdrama being one word with two Zs, buzzdrama.com, and it's, a, it's an easy website to navigate. We're also available on our telephone number, which is 011-025-2525. We try to keep it simple. 025-2525. That's it. Fantastic. Are you, are you on Twitter? We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere, and we try to keep it simple. So if you search for Buzz Drama mm-hmm. on Twitter or Buzz Drama on Facebook, you'll find us as well. And it's just a nice way to also have a little sneak into seeing what we're all about because there's many images of children jumping and bouncing up and down, and you get a good sense, some video footage and so forth. And then we just like to invite everyone to come and try it at Absolutely free of charge. There's no obligation for you to to stay with us or to sign up immediately. It's, it's all about if it is for you, then then you'll come back. If not, so be it. But I think the free trial is a nice way to come and sense what it's all about. Thank you so much for joining us, Haneke. Thank, Thank you. you and good Thank luck. Thank you so much for having me. Take Thank care. you. Bye bye. We'll take a break and come back to speak with Renee Lighton after this. Otherwise, on SAFM. 
Now, there's a practical, useful workshop filled with numeracy, literacy and card games ideas for four to nine-year-olds. And it's presented by Renee Lighton, who's a teacher and uh, at Foundation Phase and educational consultant, author and life coach, who's shared her ideas in South Africa, Namibia, Swaziland, India, Thailand and Cambodia. Is the light on, Renee? Yes, and how lovely to speak to you again, Shadow. <laughs> how are you? I'm fabulous, and how are you? You've been running around doing the right thing, hey, around uh, the country. Yes, it's been wonderful, and thank you for having me on your show again. Listen, I didn't realize you'd gone to so many countries and spread your ideas. Um, is, is there, are the needs the same with children in Cambodia, Thailand, as they are in Swaziland, Namibia, South Africa? Absolutely, you know, and I was listening to you speaking to Hanika, and I'm delighted. You know, there's so many fantastic people out there doing amazing things. Mm. And the needs is, the needs, you know, they're the same, um, Shadow. You know, all children need a basic grounding. All children need a fantastic foundation. And they need the language. They need the practical. They need the experience. They need to, to really feel the learning as opposed to just rote learning. And so, yeah, everybody needs it. The world needs it. Kids are the same. We're the same. You know, in the past week, I think I've spoken with different people um, who are impacting education in so many different, from so many different levels at, at the different age groups. I mean, today we're talking about young people from the age five up until 17 years old mm. with people trying to impact uh, or or improvise where, where, where um, our education system does not exist. And and I, 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 I sat wondering this afternoon and I thought, well, why can't we try and network all these people? Because every one of you is doing such amazing work, but in a small scale in your little areas. And mm. if we multiplied it by a hundred, how many people you, Renee, and Haneke and those kinds of people could reach many people? Is Absolutely. that a possibility at all? I think, yeah, definitely. And I mean, we have spoken before about having a, you know, a, a website or a place to go where, where people can showcase what they do and you can say, okay, so who do I connect with? And I mean, that's how my Eastern Cape workshops came about this time. Um, I was up earlier this year and I met again with Myrna, an old friend of mine. We've been friends, you know, since we were eight years old hmm. and we're much older now. And we, um, and I looked at what she was doing. Here's an individual who's not teacher trained, but is the most amazing person that saw a huge need in the township just outside Port Alfred and decided not to wait for someone else, but then went in, her and a few people went in and they're doing amazing things there for the last eight years. So how awesome that I can go and offer what I do in a way to support their fantastic work already. But it's it's the fire in you which I've experienced in this very studio. You you, you, you what you do is so contagious. Your passion is so mm. contagious, and this is why I jealously want you to reach out to as many people as you can, because you 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 you, you bring that out in us. You to want to continue to do more and assist where you see um, where you see an opportunity. So well done to you, Thank but you. well done to them as well for 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 being infected or allowing themselves to be infected. Absolutely. So let's say ignited as opposed to infected. <laughs> well, you, you know you speak the right language. But you, no, no, but how can... A laughter can be infectious, right? Yes. Well, no, absolutely. I'm just, I'm, I'm just teasing you, Shadow. 
Yeah, in fact, it could be quite an, a negative word. Hey? Yeah, no, no. Just, Listen, yes. now, I, I, I wish you could have been in the studio because I love having you in here. But you're doing some important work in Port Alfred and Port Elizabeth. But before we even get mm. to that, I think for people that are hearing us talk together for the first time, just give us some background of this numeracy, literacy, and card games idea that you use to, 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 for your workshops. And so, so these workshops are for parents, for teachers, NGOs, educators, for anybody that actually deals with or has sp- spends time with, with a learner, with children of sort of that age group. And the idea would be is that we use items you, that are readily available. So, you know, so give me a an, an, um, newspaper ad or a retailer's ad or let me show you what to do with an egg box mm. or let me show you, you know, there you eat, you're giving your child an orange. Well, let me talk about, okay, the color, the shape, estimate the segments, double that number. It's really about saying to the people in the room, you have what it takes inside you to ignite that love of learning mm. to actually get your your child curious you don't need a di- diploma a degree you don't need any of that just spend 75 minutes with me and i will i will ignite that in you it is already in you you just need someone to show you how simple it is and we don't need to buy anything it's there we have more than enough and so all my workshops are really with adults um, and I love that Hanukkah works with children. Mm. For me, it's about adults because those adults can take that information back into their environment and share it. And as soon as their children start playing in that way, they then share that with their peers. Some of them go back to their teachers. I mean, we've had that response before. My child's gone back with something that you did, that I did at home. Now that teacher's doing that. Wow. And so that, for me, is a very powerful, powerful medium. Yeah, because then it benefits everybody. Because if the teacher is catching on to it, of course, then she shares it with the rest of the classroom. Absolutely, and we we need to hold our teachers in a dear space, you know, because as we've we've spoken before, our teacher, our training, it often lacks in that space. You know, it's so curriculum bound, it's mm. so vomit curriculum, vomit the you know the syllabus. So <laughs> it's 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 about saying, look, there are other ways of of teaching number, color, size, shape, position. There are other ways of igniting that love of learning. Yes, follow the curriculum, but let me offer you the invitation to look at education in a much broader way, you know? Renee, stay on the line, please. Otherwise, on SAFM. My guest is Renee Lighton, and we're talking about workshops that she'll be holding in Port Alfred and Port Elizabeth, and these are workshops for teachers and parents alike. So, um, Renee, how do people get hold of you usually to invite you? Because obviously Port Alfred invited you and Port Elizabeth invited you. Yes, and, you know, Charlotte, I think for me it is just about a flow. So yesterday I got a phone call from Grahamstown, um, one of the schools, Graham College in, in um, Grahamstown, who said, short notice we know, but we would love to host you. So it just works. Mm. <laughs> and when they say that, then it means you, then you, you need to organize people around, around that area. Yes. Because then they benefit, because you can't just go one trip and then come back. No, absolutely. So the Port Alfred thing, you know, for Myrna and for her group out in the, in the township area, we have said, um, how shall are you there? I'm here, okay. I'm here, sorry. Um, no, so we've said, listen, we're going to do those for free, but now we need two others that will pay so that those people in that area can uh. actually um, benefit. So you, you see how it works. And I like that. You, yeah, you, so it's, uh, and then I'm not, it's not actually going to be for free for those teachers in that, those township teachers. What we're going to mm-hmm. do is we're going to say, now you have to pay it forward. 
So oh you may God. think it's free, but now actually, this is what I desire from you. I desire that you give me your mobile number, mm-hmm. and I'm going to in two in a week and in two weeks' time, I'm going to send you a text or a WhatsApp, and I'm going to ask you, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're training trainers. So we're training the trainers. Yeah. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic work. Okay, so what do you uh, and and what's the what's the one at Port Alfred? Where, where are the parents? Where are the teachers? Uh, and how are they divided? So Give us details, we're doing please. one on Monday night, the twentieth. We're mm-hmm. going to be at the supporters club in the grounds of the Port Alfred um, High School. Um, that's on Monday night. On Tuesday in the afternoon, we're out in the township for the um, for the township teachers. On Tuesday night, we're in Grahamstown at um, half past six mm-hmm. um, on Graham College. And then on Wednesday, we're in Port Elizabeth at Stepping Stones in the afternoon. And all the details are on my website. Okay, and it's what workshops at Rene Lighton? And they book at workshops at Rene Lighton, or the, you know, I don't mind if they have my mobile number. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's give them your mobile number. Yes, then. there we go. Oh eight two seven one double four three five six. And who should call you, Renee? Uh, apart from people that are that that are coming to the workshops, are interested to come to the workshops, who else should call you? Well, I think you know, if you're a corporate, if you are an NGO or a foundation or a trust, or you're working in um, education in any area, and you want to add value um, to your community and you're in that area, it would be wonderful if you could connect your your existing your you know whoever you're working with now or if you want to sponsor a teacher for maybe ongoing or if you want to sponsor them for a book or a dvd um or if you just want to build a relationship with light on education mm. i would be delighted mm. to hear from you say like listen next time you're up in the eastern cape can you offer a service for us i mean that's Oh, I'd love that. And is there, is there an entry fee or a workshop fee that you charge at these workshops? So for Grahamstown and for uh, yeah, for the for the three that are not for the township teachers, that we are charging a small fee of sixty rand a person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's for one and a half hours. Or one something. and a half hours, and show that it's it's amazing value for money. You will you know they will get enough ideas. It will shift their thinking. And it will, t- you know, I love the idea of just people think being able to say, "Oh, I'm looking at something in a whole new way. Mm. I'll, I'll never look at an egg box again. I'll never look at my tube of toothpaste in that way again." <laughs> it's about, yeah, it's about that. Love you so much. Thank you, <laughs> Renee. Listen, I, I, I will we'll keep on talking, obviously, when you have new things happening. And, and, and we, we just love having a relationship with you. So we'll continue to talk. And good luck with these workshops. Thank you so much, Ada. And thank you so much for your support. And I really do. I just so, so appreciate that. No, it's because you do the good work that you do. Thank you. Take care. Much love. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, I keep on getting um, music and, and interruption in my ear. I'm not sure whether we we sharing the the line with somebody else, but um, we'll continue our program. If you're looking for Renee's cell phone number again, it's zero eight two seven one four four three five six. If you want to be uh, supportive of her work at uh, renelighton.co.za is is the workshop and it's R E N E E L I G H T O N. That's why I asked if the lights were on. Renelighton.co.za and if you want to book for Port Elizabeth, Grahamstown, Port Alfred, um, you may then book at workshops at renelighton.co.za. Now, I, I started speaking with Vuyani Bue last week, but because we had our time cut out, 
um, I asked him to to continue talking to us because we really would like to help with the World of Life Youth Intervention Program, which is run from his home with his wife and uh, looking after boys from the age 13 to 17 years old. Well, um, Vuyani, I'm glad you could join us again. Welcome. Thank you so much, Sushada, for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes. Um, how's your week been since we spoke to you? It's been it's been great. Um, the response has been quite amazing. Um, there's been people who've called who want to assist with the program um, because mostly we want people to be hands-on on the program mm-hmm. more than just giving to the program. Okay, just to recap for people that are probably listening to us for the first time, you responded to um, a situation where young people were loitering in the streets and uh, and you started teaching them football and tell the story from then on. From then on, we started seeing a need that when we did some sort of a survey, we found they were failing terribly in their grades. Mm-hmm. They had a problem academically, some had problems at home, some just were in need of an outlet. There is no recreation. They are then, some of them, almost about 90% of my boys are being raised by single mothers. There's an absence of fathers and they are very angry. Because they can never get to the reason why their fathers are not in their lives. Mm. So we decided to start this program so that we, we give them an outlet. We assist them with their shortcomings. And, 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 and we avoid sports and recreation as another form where they can be able to exercise and have sessions where they can be able to talk about whatever shortcomings, the absence of their fathers. And um, they are subjected to many negative um, influences in Kailicha. In each street, there is a shibing. Mm. In each street, there is a drug lord. In each street, there is a, a gang, a gang member. And mm. those are the kinds of men that they are subjected to. Now, imagine a boy who is in need of a father seeing these kinds of males who are powerful, who have money, who are driving expensive cars, who are wearing expensive clothes. And there was a need for men to stand up and say, this is what a proper man does. He might not have all these things. You know, so the, 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 the program was then born from that premise mm. to say we need to redirect them to their God-given purpose, positively influence them, find where the gaps are in their lives, and try and push them towards positivity and get them to be the best people they can be in their lives. Really, do their parents understand what you're trying to do, whether single moms or some, I suppose, would still have uh, single dads or maybe growing up with, with grandmother or, or somebody in the family who's looking after them? Do they understand what you're trying to do and what sort of conversations are you having with them? Um, 90% of the people that I see are the mothers. I have seen one or two fathers. Uh, we have monthly meetings with mothers mm-hmm. where we would actually, typical example, on every every Thursday we meet and Thursday is a discussion day. Last week we were spoken about gender sensitivity because in our townships gay and lesbian people get raped and they get killed. Mm-hmm. And we brought somebody, you know, from another NGO to speak to them about gender sensitivity and to make them understand that the danger that's being fed by their environment is actually wrong. Mm-hmm. So mothers are involved in our meetings, mothers are involved in our programs, they know exactly what we do. From time to time, every year, we go to camps, you know, Mm -hmm. where we will have um, 
um, people from maybe universities. Tell us about the career, a mini career expo. Mm. We will have reformed, you know, um, drug um, 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 drug addicts. We will have reformed, you know, um, 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 people who are in crime. We will come and speak to them and share their experiences. Mm. I've got, you know, people that I, some people that I know who've been through hell and gone, but who have risen above adversity and made something of their lives. So we would have those kinds of men coming into our camps, you know, um, bringing that information across and their experiences. And, and some of the guys come from the very same places where these boys come from. Mm. Now, it, it becomes some sort of a, 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 a wonderful thing, to, to something to aspire to when you see somebody who comes from a shack, coming from that kind of a squatter camp and but that person making it. Okay. Now, Vuyani, um, how do we help you? How do we assist you? Um, because I see if, if, if it's connecting you, who, who would you like to get help from, maybe? I'm looking for, for, for next year. We, we, we want to start an academic assistance program for, for just two hours every Saturday, mm-hmm. even if it's not every Saturday. I'm looking for teachers who can assist with maths for these boys, English, biology, who can give off their time because we want their grades to improve because the cornerstone of this program is to get them to realize the value of education. Wonderful, wonderful. There's a, there's a school around that has availed and opened its doors, and we're looking for teachers who can assist because we want to get as many kids as possible. We want them to get good grades because that's how they're going to get sponsorships. That's how they're going to get bursaries. You okay. know. Um, All right. Okay, Vuyani, um, again, we're going to give your email out, which is PB World of Life, eh? PB, yes, Peter Brown. Okay, pbwordoflife at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Okay. Um, and I, I wish you all the strength and the help, and we'll keep word out there and, and wish you all the best. Huh? Thank you so much for the second call. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Vuyane. Thank you. Bye-bye. And strength to your wife as well. They're doing all of this work from uh, their home and have opened it up for all these programs that they run from their home in Kailicha. So if you are willing to assist in any way, and as you heard, they're looking for teachers who are willing to give off their time, uh, be in touch with Vianne, and it's PB, P for Peter, B for Bruce, wordoflife at gmail.com.